0: Hey man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah man, well turn it up man! This is Rock News Weekly. Every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history, trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of July 24th, season 5, episode number twenty eight. This week we talk about how Judas Priest's new album is delayed due to a major backlog in the vinyl industry. Metallica puts out an open casting call to its fans for an upcoming documentary. And Alice Cooper gets his own license plate in Arizona, and it's all to help disadvantaged youth in the state. Plus this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash Weekly and on demand, YouTube.com at Rock Yes, it is time for the Rock News Weekly podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as David. Yeah, hello. How's it going, David? It's pretty good. Uh, we were just talking about uh, you had a family trip to Great America, right? Uh, yes. And the food is very expensive there, apparently.
1: Uh yeah. I paid one hundred and ten dollars for four people to eat some pizza and French fries.
0: So think about that, guys. Uh, that is hop right on into Great America. <laughs> great it's, deals. It, it's everything great about America, right? Uh, All wow, wrapped, yeah. in, wrapped oh, up into one. Good representation. Capitalism force you to stay. Can't bring in your own water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything that's great. The right? lines are
1: really long. <laughs> oh, and then yeah, then that really too. long. That's fun.
0: Yeah, good. But stuff. they do have a water
1: park now, so that's a good. That's oh, that, that is good, is especially yeah.
0: in the summertime. All right, let's get to the rock news this week of July 24th, Season 5, Episode 28. Uh, we got to talk about the major backlog in the vinyl industry, uh, and Judas Priest is feeling that, uh, having to delay their new album. Metallica putting out an open casting call to its fans for its upcoming documentary. Alice Cooper getting his own license plate in Arizona, and it's actually a really cool story. It's all to help disadvantaged youth in the state, Uh, plus this week at Rock and Roll History Trivia, all that good stuff rocknewsweekly.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all at Rock News Weekly. Check us all out, guys. Follow us, uh, watch us on demand on YouTube if you can't watch us live on Twitch. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> Mammoth WVH kicking off the tour news this week. That is Wolfgang Van Halen, uh, son of uh, late Eddie Van Halen and his new group. Uh, Nita Strauss, the great guitar player, Nita Strauss, uh, is going to be uh, opening up for his fall tour. She's on tour with Alice Cooper right now. She's Alice Cooper's main guitarist, Nita Strauss, and she's killer. She's a she's a really good guitar player. She's got her own solo album out, so she's going to be supporting Mammoth WVH after that Alice Cooper tour. So Alice Cooper's uh, coming up this fall. And then these uh, dates here, which I'm going to show you guys right now, November through December and it looks like they go everywhere pretty much every state even in Canada eh
1: Yeah look at that
0: In Montreal and Toronto this is
1: Colorado Idaho
0: Yep all over. Okay. Uh, we don't get any dates in Northern California, uh, LA, and Las Vegas, but who knows? Maybe they're going to announce a second leg there coming up in December. We shall see. But make sure you guys check it out if you guys are interested in that one. Mammoth WVH. Yeah, really.
1: That's a that is a good tour. They're just it they're really is like everywhere.
0: And look at the dates. I mean, they don't take a break. There's like days where they do pretty much like two or three nights in a row. You know, it looks like two nights in a row at the most, but that's that's pretty impressive. Two nights yeah. on one off, two yeah. nights, one off, and they're they're just getting it. so good old fashioned. yep, good for them. Um, yeah. all right, we're kicking off the rock news with some really cool, good solid news here coming out of uh, the Alice Cooper camp as we were mentioning Nita Strauss, Alice Cooper, that whole tour. He's actually getting his own specialty license plate in Arizona, and it's the first time this has ever been done there. Um, They're issuing specialty license plates, and his is the only one that's actually cool. They have, like, other ones that are, like, you know, I don't know, monuments and national park stuff and, you know, typical stuff that every state has. And then there's an Alice Cooper (laughs) Cooper license plate, and that's what grabbed the national headlines because it is very unique. If you guys can see it here, I'm going to actually lower this so you can see it just a little bit better on the screen. But it's got a, a great picture of Alice Cooper right to the left and then it looks like your license plate numbers would be on yeah. his uh, from his sort of left, left shoulder. shoulder yeah and it's it's perfect i almost want to get that license plate just to have the license plate it seems like that would be a cool collector's item and here's the, the catch it's all for a good deal uh, it's uh, alice cooper's solid rock is this solid rock teen center apparently in arizona and it says it supports his teen centers in Phoenix and Mesa. The designated $17 goes to provide a safe space for all teens, 12 to 20, to spend time, receive positive mentorship, free music, art, dance, photography, and recording studio lessons, and opportunities. So here's a picture of the teen That's center. Great. Isn't that awesome? And he's got these areas where these kids, you know, disadvantaged youth can come in and like, you know, I want to record something. I want to be a musician. I want to do photography. I want to do art, dance. And Alice Cooper is leading the charge in that in Arizona, so I thought that was really cool. And it's all for a good cause, right? So, and it doesn't seem too much more—seventeen more dollars more than what you would pay. So, and you get the cool really, license plate. Really, that's Seventeen. That's what it says. The designated seventeen dollars uh, is. What do uh,
1: Arizona's license plates look like, anyways? They're just like a white.
0: I should have looked. I should have looked. I got, there was another picture of the other ones, and it, yeah, I can't remember what exactly they're. Their standard plate. Because that, I mean, that is, mean,
1: that is uh, involved. It's a whole picture. Like I know it's cool. It
0: definitely grabbed your attention.
1: So um, there is, you know, uh, I'm not like the biggest fan of Arizona, but I'll say mm-hmm. that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. That is a good Arizona.
0: Yeah, Arizona as a whole has a lot of work to do and all that, but this is a shining light there. <laughs> Uh, and, they have
1: lovely license
0: plates, <laughs> and that's a good one. That, buy that one out of all the right? license plates. Which I'll
1: tell you, man, California, our license plate—we need it's some work. Pits. We
0: need some work.
1: It, we used to have a beautiful license. Why don't we plate? have something like this, where it goes to support a teen
0: center, and it's yeah. like some cool musician, you know, like Flea from the Chili Peppers? I know he's got a conservatory.
1: Right? And it, I'd, I'd have we a license plate with Flea doing a bass solo. or we something. We need all the baseball players from Merced to do something, just like, like that. a group photo,
0: <laughs> or like they have their own line of
1: plates. Well, you know, That's the, you, know idea, uh, you know isn't the uh, you know the guy Jaws from the, the oh, James yes. Bond movies? Isn't he from Fresno? Yeah,
0: he used to do those car dealership ads. Merch, where he, yeah, he like crushing prices, yeah, yeah. and he like
1: <laughs> hit him with a sledgehammer, right? Yes. Why doesn't he have a license plate? And then we have a youth He center. is a
0: California treasure, too. He is
1: a, he's a Central Valley treasure.
0: And he can be the picture of him from Jaws, from James <laughs> Bond, on the license. <laughs> of Metal <Lake>. T. <laughs> <Yeah, dude. laughs> well, of course. I think we're on to of something. <clears throat> I think uh, we are. All right, California. Uh, Gavin Newsom, I know you listen to the podcast. Hear us out. Put this on the legislator, all right? Get this right? done, man. Right. <laughs> this is BS. All right. Uh, album backlog, or I should say, vinyl backlog. And it's basically pushing the album date back altogether. And here's the deal. Judas Priest, uh, Richie Faulkner, kind of revealed what's going on here. He says, the next album is pretty close to being finished. He says, uh, he told Blabbermouth on this new interview, he says, they're working on the track listing. It's basically done. Everything's recorded. He says, quote, it is a really important thing, though. If you put the tracks in the wrong order, it's like a movie. If you edit the movie in the wrong order, it loses its potency. So it's got to be right. So that's the stage we're at. Before we move on to the vinyl backlog aspect of this, I want to talk about that real quick. I thought that was a good point, and maybe something that doesn't uh, get paid attention to with modern music too much more is the track listing and the album as a whole and trying to, you know, everybody's so concerned about just pushing the single, here's the hit song off the album, instead of like uh, creating the album to be listened to from front to back kind of like a concept album. Mm. Do you do you like that kind of approach where the album is like it has an intro and maybe some stuff and it kind of goes into the album and listen to it as a whole, almost like a telling a story? Or do you prefer where it's just like kind of every track is different and you can browse
1: and skip through the album at random? Well, I mean, to me I like I like the idea of the artist having enough of the enough of the hand in composition Yep. That they get to create something, right? right that is a piece. Mm-hmm. To me, that seems more, more like that's. Some, I would imagine that's what they're going to be doing, if they're they're into making a piece of art. Yep. When it comes to you know, I don't know, Taylor Swift or I don't know someone who is. Well, I don't know. She kind of does that. Though. She kind of does. She kind of does that. Yeah, but someone maybe who is somebody like like, um, like doing focus groups and trying to figure out like. We need a girls' like breakup right. anthem. Okay, uh, we're gonna do that right. for now. Now we need a graduation song. Yeah, and, and so like they,
0: <laughs> they yep. like do their albums in that way. And it, so it sounds disjointed and ridiculous yeah. because it it's that approach, right? Yeah, and mean, to me
1: that I like the idea of like they're making art. They're making art. Like, let them them make something that they want to make. So that's
0: where they're at with this uh, thing. But then he revealed this about the vinyl backlog. He says, as for a release date for the album, because of the backlog of vinyl getting pressed, it will probably be early next year. Apparently, artists like Taylor Swift, who we just were talking about, and Adele were able to basically jump in front of the line for their vinyl releases, and everyone else had to be put on hold. So now that those releases are finally done, normal amounts and runs of vinyl can catch up. It does beg the question, though, if vinyl sales and production are maxed out and don't look to be slowing down anytime soon, why aren't we investing more in vinyl production plants here in the U.S.? Jack White has third-man records. Metallica recently bought Furnace Records. So who's going to step up next? And I I thought that was a good point, you know? Like, why do we still have a vinyl backlog if vinyl's the biggest-selling physical medium in the record industry right now? You know, I I just don't understand how... And
1: they don't don't make them, like... In Indonesia,
0: they do. They, well, that's the thing. They're they're sourcing them out right now in places like Czechoslovakia. There's a big vinyl um, pressing plant in Czechoslovakia that presses a lot of American releases, and they get it pressed over there because the American vinyl system is so uh, backlogged and messed so up. Back, yeah, so they, they we're going to other countries to get the vinyl pressed because they they don't have. Taylor Swift orders and all this other stuff taking up the only vinyl pressing plants that we actually do have, right? Mm. And so, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, uh, vinyl, making more vinyl type pressing plants is the solution. I, I, I think that's the only way because it doesn't seem to be slowing down and everybody seems to be wanting more vinyl all the time. So, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, or do you I think, think it's it just be- a trend? And well, maybe it's going to die I, out?
1: It's, it's hard because it's like. I would love to see more, uh, more albums that, you know, you're. You know, it's like, I, I want I want that album, I don't want to have to get it on Spotify or whatever, I mm-hmm. want that album, I want my, want my kids to be able to pull it off the shelf and like, put it on the record. Physically appreciate right? it. Right, put it on the turntable when they yep. when they want to play it, you know, but a lot of times I can't get a hold of those records, I mean, I, I went I to, uh, you know, you go to like Amoeba, Right, and really—it's a big record store, but really, the selection isn't that great. No, it's not. It's all picked over. Yep. And so, and then I went to this uh, shop in Seattle. I can't remember what it's called. Um, got got a specific name, but. It was great because it didn't seem like that many people came through. Right. And so they they were all the pressings were still like there. And see how
0: hit or miss that is. It shouldn't really be like. Shouldn't that. be that way. Yep. Like you should I be agree. able to
1: get the stuff that you want to get.
0: I agree. And it doesn't seem. And it seems like people are willing to, like the the demand is there. You know. And oh
1: yeah, man. I mean, I I bought recently. There was, I got a bamboo album that. It he he's only done a few, and I think that thing sold out. Like he Probably. told everyone, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get this pressed," and then boom. And a lot People of the times,
0: artists like that, they only have uh, about five thousand of those albums pressed, something like that. Yeah. And so once they're they're done, they're done, and then it becomes like a collector's item. Value goes up oh, yeah. and if you're a fan. You gotta gotta pay the piper to you know yeah. to get that piece of their kind of collection. Right? So I
1: mean, it, it'd be great. We'll see. I mean, it seems like. <clears throat> The way, the way the sourcing works is yep. what, whatever is cheapest and who's ever going to... Well, gonna... speaking of Metallica,
0: we were saying they were one of the ones uh, last... I think it was either this year or late last year. They actually bought Furnace Records, which is uh, one of the only U.S. pressing plants that's actually capable of, of pressing some pretty decent amounts of, of records, right? So Metallica is one of those bands that, that's doing it, and they're working on this documentary which I believe is they're going to be talking about that whole process, buying Furnace Records and what they've been up to lately. If you guys want to be in Metallica's documentary, they're putting out a casting call for super fans. If you go to MetallicaFanDoc.CastingCrane.com, you guys can share your unexpected stories. They want big personalities, unique characters that can be shared in the film. You can sign up and do this whole little survey and then... Uh, member of their team reaches out to you if they're interested so
1: Ooh, i'm gonna tell my buddy beto he loves metallica. big fan oh yeah, yeah so yeah. D-
0: he's got to get involved in this okay i mean it's free might as well give it a shot you know especially and he's if-
1: pretty he's got some uh pretty colorful yeah see that's what
0: they're looking for the- perfect so check it out guys metallica fan dot for more info a uh, couple of quick uh, rock hits real quick uh, blink-182 very successful tour they've grossed over 80 million with this recent tour check this out their 2023-2024 tour grossed 85.3 million sold 564,000 tickets in comparison their last tour in 2009 took in a paltry 22.5 million in comparison about four times less and they sold more tickets 660,000 tickets and brought in four times less in 2009. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. So that to me it shows you the the way that the state of the concert industry and the ticket prices. People were very upset with these ticket prices for Blink-182. It was through the roof and people were like, "Man, to see Blink-182 you're charging this much and they cashed out on it. 85 million. Yeah, what I mean, what is what is going on with Blink One Eighty Two? That's my question. Is well, Mark Hoppus beat cancer, so that was in the news, and that was everybody was supporting him with that. And then he kind of rode that wave of support, as well as um, Tom Delonge had his own side project going on, working with Angels and Airwaves, working with uh, the a- alien stuff with the government, actually getting a- his own like grant for his company for that. And then Travis Barker getting with the Kardashians. It seems like they're all just like at this point in their lives where
1: it's at a peak, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I'm thinking about them, they they started getting popular like in what, 90s? Late 90s. Yeah. Right? I feel like 2009 was a low point for them. It was. Because I can remember thinking, "Uh, yeah, Blink 182. Yeah, that
0: wasn't a good year. And they came out with an album that sucked. And it, it was, you know, that's probably why that tour did so shitty. But that was their last tour. And they took a break for fucking fourteen years. So. it was a, a kick in the teeth. Yeah. And finally. And they they finally got it together. Interesting
1: how interesting how a band like uh Blinkman eighty two has had that staying power. They st- they struck me in the very beginning as like a one hit one. Yeah, flash
0: in the pan. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But they definitely captured a sound. They I mean yeah, they, yeah, were, definitely. They're like yeah. a limp biscuit. You they, know, they represented yeah. And that's why Limp Biscuit's like it's almost like a niche kind of it's almost like a joke in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And speaking of something like They're just like Dog Star. (laughs) Well They (laughs) captured a sound. Look at Keanu Reeves dressing like Neo in the Matrix, for one. It looks like he I, I looked on this, and he's actually standing in front of an amp, but it looked to me oh, like he was wearing he was a like, coat. Yeah, I
1: thought he was like he had joined the Benny Gesserit or something.
0: Well, I thought like, he was dressed like Neo from the Matrix, like with his Neo trench coat on. Yeah, he's like, to guys, me it was I'm very – still in the Matrix. It looked like.
1: very Dune-esque for <laughs> right. me, like he has a
0: dress, like a Just black went. dress. He's in the Benny Gesserit. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, he's back with Dogstar. After remember we talked about this a couple months or uh, about two months ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He played with them at Bottle Rock, and people thought it was a one off. Kind of cool that he did it. Well, no, they're actually doing a new album, their first new album in two two decades, called Somewhere Between the Power Lines and Palm Trees. It's coming out October eighth, and Keanu Reeves is uh, on the album. They're going to do a tour and everything. So I thought it was pretty cool that he's actually doing that. that. Look at that. So they're they're doing a whole new album. So good for those other guys in the band. I'm sure they haven't been doing anything. (laughs) So They're probably pretty stoked. All right. uh, Queen, recognized for one billion streams in the UK. Pretty awesome, right? Yeah, one billion streams. Only a handful of artists got that um, recognition. streams,
1: and they made $500. I know, right? (laughs) 33
0: cents. (laughs) (laughs) So good for them. Um, All right, we got to run a quick commercial break, and then we're going to get into some rock birthdays, all right, guys? Stick around. Let me do the uh, quick commercial for you guys, and I will be right back. How about we do a little uh, Ball Jack Country?
2: And now a message from one of our sponsors. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre, on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell A- yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your America. dusty trailmate hanging reach over and grab his ball jack he's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack ball jack the drink of dusty trailblazers reach for it today
0: Time for some birthdays in
1: the rock world. David, take it away, man. All right. Uh, Geezer Butler, bassist of Black Sabbath, is 74. Carlos Santana, Grammy Award winning uh, guitarist, is 76. I will
0: say Geezer has finally lived up to his name age.
1: Geezer.
0: He's never been a Geezer up until
1: this point. 74, right? Now he's a Geezer.
0: Now he he might accept it. Now he's a Geezer. Carlos Santana, awesome, too. He's Wow, he's
1: 76. I didn't realize that. Wow. Good for
0: him. Okay, who else we got?
1: Stone Gossard, guitarist of Pearl Jam, is 57. Slash. Yes. Look at that. Uh, lead guitarist of uh, Guns N' Roses and Velvet Revolver. Yes. 58 years old. 58.
0: Very cool, man. Uh, and Slash is actually in our Rock and Roll History Trivia today. Uh, Slash's birthday So let's get to some trivia Shall we? This week in Rock and Roll History Trivia Slash uh, was born on July 23rd 1965 What is Slash's legal birth name Before he changed it to Slash Is it A. Saul Hudson B. Stephen Hiller C, Stanley Hayes, or D, Slash is actually a Cokefield David Crosby with a top hat and a wig on.
1: <laughs> could be true. It could be. Uh, well, let's see. I, I don't have any clue. I'm going to say Stephen Hiller. Stephen
0: Hiller. Think he looks like a Stephen, huh? I think he looks like a Saul Hiller. A Saul Hiller. Well, it's actually Saul Hudson. Oh, gosh. Dang it. Here's a little baby Slash when he was in high school. Wow. Yep. It was just starting out. So, yes. He's uh, in style there. Saul Hudson is uh, Slash's real name. So, there you Saul go. Saul Hudson. Saul Hudson. There That's you go. That's a good name. All right. We got some albums to get to. We got some. It's not too bad this week. Look, we got a nice little nice little chunk here. We think we could do it in I 30 seconds. I got to ask
1: What's Is that? that Acrecock? That's an interesting name. There.
0: I didn't notice that, okay. and I would guess that yes. Okay. Yes,
1: okay. you would be correct on that. All right, you ready? Yes, I am ready. <laughs> right. I can get this one. <laughs> Let's go. Acrecock, take it to the devil worship. Bang, another me. Blood got. Wow. Respawn in heavy metal. <laughs> Cadaver, the age of the offended. Greta Van Fleet, Star Catcher, James Elsewhere, Paradise EP, Later Sons, Rise Up, Mizmore. Prosaic um prosaic outer heaven infinite psychic depths oxbow love hall ho- loves holiday saint agnes bloodsucker soil restoration thunder horse after the fall velvet viper nothing compares to metal viral tyrant like you voy- void boy void Vaud, morgoth tales and the zenith passage data Lysium. look at that
0: just in time boom that one,
1: that one i yeah
0: you i killed it about that one. killed it
1: I'm so about that
0: one. All those new albums out. What's your favorite out of all of them? I
1: probably, um, where'd it go? Well, the, can <coughs> I do band names? Probably Mismore. That's a good band <laughs> name. Mismore. Moore. Right. Um, and then for album names, Decades of Devil Worship. That one that's, That one reminds that's me of right, your Panic Panic from the 80s. You remember that back yes. in the day where yes. everyone's like, like thousands of people are being Slayer killed and, because yeah, of Motley uh, Crew and because Judas of Priest. The uh, uh, devil worshippers are, you know, what was the show? <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yeah. Come Man. on. Come on, right? I heard there was actually never a confirmed case. <laughs> ever. Of I wouldn't doubt it. To the devil yeah, I wouldn't like doubt during it. Those times.
0: All right, news from around the world Women's World Cup uh, just kicked off. Uh, I was watching it this weekend pretty awesome i think we played vietnam on the first match and won two to zero uh the u.s is the number one prospect and then we got uh england and spain rounding out the top three teams so yeah uh very cool glad uh women's world cup our u.s women's team is far better than our men's team they kill it every time and didn't we just have our didn't we just have a win i thought i just saw a we had a concafa cup for the men's, you mean uh, for the, uh, the Americas. What were you we talking about? I members? just
1: saw a game announced. The messy one? Two seconds ago. Something, a win against... Okay, never mind. Hmm. Never
0: mind. Well, anyway, the, yeah, Women's World Cup's on. Check it out, guys. It's uh, you know, going to be going on for the next couple of weeks. Very cool. Breast cancer vaccine. I thought this was worth mentioning. Uh, an experimental vaccine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that 15 women with breast cancer who have received this new experimental vaccine have been in remission for up to five years. Some of these women had to undergo rounds of chemo, radiotherapy, and mastectomies before receiving the experimental vaccine. The shot works by targeting a protein that is usually a precursor to cancer development. And this uh, doctor says, "We quote, we might be able to eliminate breast cancer a disease, just like we have eliminated polio and smallpox.
1: Oh, my gosh. So that is really cool.
0: They're saying if this all goes through and it keeps working the way it should, they're saying maybe by 2030 that it will be out and available for the public. Pretty neat, huh?
1: Yeah, that's really cool. So
0: hopefully that keeps working and good stuff, man. Science. It's rocks. kind of a
1: bummer, though, for those people who have the preventative mastectomies. I know. Like, dang it. Yeah. They well, yeah. I mean, that's just a lot to go through. Oh,
0: yeah. Um all right, t- uh they had this new thing, top ten states with best tap water. So before we get into it and see the actual list, who do you think would be like Ooh. the in the top and the bottom? Give me like your I wanna know top what three. the
1: rating is. So I I, I should say I lived in Idaho in an area and that tap water was so good.
0: Okay, so check it out. They say um in order to rank the tap water in each state, the team analyzed feedback of customers of water utilities regarding their tap water's quality, reliability, and a few other things. From there, they used the data to assign uh, data assigned to each state a score of between 100 and 1,000, with 1,000 considered a perfect score. So, oh, dang it! All right. So, what do you think the top states, uh, if you had to guess, like co- top couple states?
1: Well, I'd have to say it's gonna be a state that has a lot of mountains. Mm. That's my guess. A place that has a lot of mountains that doesn't have a lot of like uh, concentrated agricultural processing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be my guess. Uh, so, like maybe in the uh, Appalachian Appalachians. Or Appalachians, something like that. okay, yeah, something like that.
0: All right. Well. I think you're right on target, man. The number one state, Kentucky. Kentucky. And then Washington. Oh, there we state, go, Washington. New, New York. York actually New York, has yeah. a really high quality tap water rating, which kinda of blew me away. That one
1: that one makes sense to me though. Yeah, because yeah. of just how much well, I infrastructure feel like they have to make I, it. Yeah, I feel clean. like so one of the things that makes our water not so great. Is that we have a lot of agriculture, and that's you know a big water contaminator. But you know the uh, right. New York makes a bunch of money in other things. Right? Look
0: at the, look at Oregon up there though. You got to think Oregon probably has a pretty big. Well, I don't know. I guess a lot of trees and mountains though, like what you're saying, more than agriculture. Yeah,
1: yeah. Minnesota, they Kansas. got all that water there. Hawaii was Ten number
0: lakes. Hawaii was. They said Hawaii was number one last year. Really? And, and it dropped. And it dropped. It's still in the top ten, but... Virginia, w- Massachusetts? Yeah. Okay, so those are the top ten, right? So what do you think before we go to the worst ones? The who you, worst. Who do you think's number one? The worst.
1: I, I think probably California.
0: California? Okay. I, think,
1: I don't know. Um, I've already
0: seen it, so I can't guess.
1: I, I this. I like this. This is nice. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think probably California. I think probably... Utah is probably pretty bad too. All right, let's check it out.
0: Alabama,
1: Alabama,
0: number one worst in the country for tap water.
1: Okay, I was yeah. Why would I say California? Because we have regulations. Well, but though. because of agriculture, I would have thought. But they've got agrico- agriculture yeah. and no regulations.
0: Yeah, yep. Maryland, that's kind of yeah. surprising. Yeah, Baltimore, surprising. I guess. Um, Oklahoma, that doesn't surprise me no, too much. I not guess. Too much. New Mexico, New Mexico a little bit surprising.
1: Texas. Texas yeah, I can see that so the oil, a lot of the oil and Pennsylvania, that the uh, fracking and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma, fracking and all yeah. that, yeah. Ohio, Mississippi. Mississippi. California's just middling. Yeah, California's in the middle. List.
0: Yeah, we're in the middle. So
1: Okay, well I'm okay on the middle.
0: So Alabama's the worst, Kentucky's the best. Dude, I'm I like it. What a this. trip. Huh?
1: I like this. This is like right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. I should know all these answers. (laughs) Millennial.
0: All right, here's another uh, topic Taco Tuesday. Did you guys hear about the Taco Tuesday battle? First of all, I'd like to say that I've never seen a Taco John's in the wild. I've never actually been to one. I think that may be an East Coast thing. I've never even heard of it. Are you familiar with Taco John's? I've never heard of it. Never heard of Taco John's. So
1: basically, yeah, I mean, really, though, Taco John. Not a taco Juan? Like what's going on? Yeah, there? Taco John doesn't really strike me, doesn't as me as a Mexican. Like, like the best yeah. tacos. Probably
0: not the best choice. All
2: righty, folks, we got you here. <laughs>
1: this one has actual real caramel on it. <laughs> this is a fried taco with caramel and oh. <laughs> whipped cream. Taco
0: Bell. So they apparently uh, took this to court over Taco Tuesday. The, tr- the trademark. So, Taco John. What?
1: Come on, guys. Well, here's
0: the deal. Taco John's has held the trademark to Taco Tuesday in every state. They've legally held this trademark. Since, Taco John. Taco John's. Since 1989. In every state, even though I've never seen them ever. Okay,
1: I'm on Taco John's team now.
0: Okay, Taco Bell filed the petition this month claiming the phrase is generic. It should be a free use.
1: Oh, dang it. I agree with that. <laughs> I'm a Taco But Bell you know side. what, though? I don't like them th- having to say that it's generic and should be free use. It's like all words should be free use. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree.
0: Like stuff like that. Like any restaurant should be able to say Taco Tuesday. It shouldn't be any. Like any yeah. mom and pops restaurant can have Taco Tuesday. But apparently not. This was trademarked by Taco John's. Taco
1: John's. So
0: check it out Taco John's CEO. Jim Creel revealed that it would cost more than a million dollars to defend the trademark in court, so he says he put a positive spin on this and he says we'd rather take that money and put it towards a good cause. Taco John's is pledging 40,000 towards a nonprofit Children of Restaurant Employees charity, and Taco John's has over 400 locations in more than 20 states.
1: Wait, 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 wait. $40,000? <laughs>
0: Instead of a million,
1: Hey, we we're gonna
0: spend a million in litigation. So why don't we
1: spend forty thousand for all of you? <laughs> for all of the children of restaurant employees, what the hell is forty thousand dollars gonna do for children of restaurants? Nothing.
0: Employees? Give them a taco. They're gonna
1: yeah, <laughs> I like Taco Johns. <laughs> they're gonna buy. Them, they're gonna buy a ta- taco. It's just Taco Johns no, gift cards. Taco Johns, yeah. and then they'll give them the tacos off from that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that
0: horrible? It's wow. just like, yeah, it's great, right? Okay, weekly WTF. Did you hear about this? First generation iPhone sold for $190,000. A 2007 Apple iPhone, sealed in the box, four gigabyte model, originally bought for $600, still in its factory wrapping. They described it as the pop, at a popular, high end collectible and exceedingly rare. To me, this just doesn't seem like it would be worth that much, but I guess it is. I don't know. That's just so.
1: That is just (laughs) disgusting, isn't it? (laughs) To me, it's just like it shows you who has the money. Yeah, a bunch of freaking. Oh, okay, <laughs> just a bunch of ding dongs. Yes, like like iPhones.
0: Yeah, like, they want the first you, iPhone. Like, yeah. Oh
2: look, I got the first edition iPhone from and, ten
0: years ago. And it's some like- gra- I heard the story of uh, another one that was sold last year. I don't know if it's the same situation, but it was basically a grandma that was given this as a gift. Like from her son or something And she didn't know what to do with it She already had a phone She put it in her uh, uh, shelf or whatever And it sat there (laughs) for 15 years And then she ended up selling it For like over $100,000
1: There's gotta be more of
0: them Out there Apparently not Apparently sealed ones like this
1: And these were the ones that were all shiny right? uh,
0: There's a picture of it right there
1: I don't know. In the back I remember a friend oh, of mine had any like yeah, I don't a shiny know. shiny on the back.
0: I don't remember it. It was just like
1: 2007. I remember I had a Did it I, just, I? I guess It I just doesn't know. seem
0: to me it's only 15 years old like it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? All right. One of the last stories of the week here. Um, this doctor was caught consulting a video tutorial for medical procedure I don't know if you heard about this <laughs> oh, it, got, gosh. it went viral on TikTok and we're going to watch the little video here of this guy he went in to get his ankle wrapped right and apparently the doctor like started watching like a YouTube instructional video on, right. on how to wrap an ankle or whatever and so this guy kind of posted it so you guys can check it out on our uh, YouTube channel YouTube at Rock News Weekly, uh, twitch.tv slash Rock Weekly. so I'm going to play the video for you right now check it out here's his video it says, uh, point of view, my doctor, uh, here, let me play it here, is it loading? Oh, it's reloading, hold on one second, here we go. Point of view, my doctor watching a video on how to wrap my ankle before she wraps my ankle. So, what do you think of that response to the video? Do you think, uh, the kid was kind of like, uh... Right to post it, like, oh man, oh, what's going on here? My doctor's watching this video, or, or the doctor's response, like, hey, you know,
1: sometimes I, you know, we need a refresher. I think it's what he said, in the uh, the doctor's response is true, but I think the funny part about it is, is that doctors and professionals spend so much time trying to pretend like they just are robots, right? That they uh, that they remember everything and they can do everything, and the and. They, and you know, this is something in our society. I think we present to one another, and it gets people thinking things that are not realistic.
0: Yeah, very true. Right?
1: Like I, you know, I'm someone who is, I, I'm a geographer, and people come to me and they ask me like, you should know it right off the top of your head questions, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know that. Why would I know that? <laughs> well, like, you're a geographer. So that's you're a your geographer. job. You have a PhD. in Yeah, geogra- you should you know, know all like, this like, off the top of your like, head. Let me go. Let's let's look that up. Right. right. Yep. So I mean I can see that, That's it, definitely but the thing about it is they're trained in the methodology, they're trained in you know the actual practice, and they they can do it correctly and re- responsibly. And um, but then yeah, they, they need a need refresher every, every now and Then so
0: yeah. yep yep good point. Uh, all right, so last story of the week: message in a bottle from Massachusetts we reached the West Indies. A University of Michigan student, uh, you could see her there on the left found a message in a bottle on an island in the West Indies that had been launched off the Massachusetts coast nearly 10 years earlier. The author, wow. which is on the right, Pennell Ames, had thrown multiple bottles into the ocean while working as a commercial fisherman. The messages have been found so far in locations Louisiana, Bermuda, Cuba, England, Ireland, and France, so all over the world. The message included an address for a reply, and the student wrote her letter in her letter that she would be in Woods Hole, Massachusetts for a summer internship with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, Ames and his wife invited the student to join them after the at their Surfside cottage for dinner. Isn't that a trip? That That's she, cool. She was she's already going to be in that area for the internship, and she and got she the message? Found a yeah. message in a bottle.
1: That Did a- they say anything about what the? What the letters said?
0: No, I don't know. I think the letters right there, but I didn't. I didn't see.
1: He wrote it on like legal pad. <laughs> I like... guess
0: so. It said he was working at, on as a commercial fisherman, so he must have just been like bored. Probably, you know, who's gonna find this? I'm just writing my thoughts, or I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking for labsta. <laughs> Isn't that funny?
1: Yeah, that is, that's and it's really cool.
0: It's pretty, pretty awesome how many different places that they traveled. You know, uh, well, up, you know, up England and France, and then Cuba and Bermuda. You know, really,
1: it's. We get the idea that we have to leave a message in a bottle near the ocean. Right. But really, all the trash that we drop in the parks, it gets into the creek and It'll, eventually it, makes out in yeah. the ocean. So I should just put a message in a bottle in the creek.
0: That's a good idea and Let's do it go as, do as it. an experiment. Like put it in like somewhere, like a trash t- type area, and see if it actually gets to the water. And write it and explain that. Yeah, and be like, this, this was placed came in trash. from a dump. Yeah, this came from, that's a good idea. That
1: might be a, a and pretty... see how many see how much trash we can put out there so get out to people as much as possible. We can get these That's messages great. out there. <laughs>
0: But we'll use glass bottles. There you go. And the paper will, like, disintegrate. When you open it, it, like, dissolves somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like a spy paper. blows away. <laughs> anyway, pretty cool. That's it for us this week, guys. RockNewsWeekly.com for all the info, of course. All socials at RockNewsWeekly every Sunday. You guys you guys can watch us live, twitch.tv, and then on demand, youtube.com, at RockNewsWeekly. Thanks for watching, guys. We always appreciate it. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Rock on. See ya. All righty.
1: Bye. <laughs> um.